0: Welcome to B2B Writing Success, the podcast on building a thriving business as a business-to-business writer or copywriter. B2B Writing Success is brought to you by American Writers and Artists, Inc. Now here's your host, copywriting expert and business coach, Steve White. Hello, fellow B2B writers and copywriters. Hope you had a great week with your business. This week's topic is making blog writing profitable. And... Let me begin by starting with a story uh, about the early days of my business. Uh, I started my copywriting business in the 1990s. And of course, there were no blogs that I knew of in the 1990s. So the, the closest comparison to blog writing back then was article writing, writing long form articles, 800 to 1,200 words for companies. And they would use these in their newsletters if they published one. And they may publish a newsletter maybe three or four times a year because it was a print newsletter. (laughs) Or sometimes they would publish articles that they placed themselves in trade and professional magazines, Uh, contributed articles, they called them. And I would ghostwrite the articles for them. I remember one company in particular where I would write an article that would be, uh, I would ghostwrite the article on behalf of the CEO. And that article usually was around 1,000 words, 1,100 words. Uh, And it would be published in the company newsletter. And they also tried to get it published in the industry trade magazine as well. And they were very successful at doing that. And they would do three or four of these articles a year. And they would get me to write them. And I would charge $1,500 for that article. I would interview the CEO on the phone. I would write the article. As I said, a thousand words. And... I would charge $1,500. Today, things are much different. Um, Companies publish articles on their website and on their blogs now. And and blog articles are very popular. And they don't just do three or four a year in their newsletter or in trade publications. If they're publishing a blog, companies want to publish a fairly good article two, three, four times a month maybe eight or nine times a month. So there's a lot of articles. And they don't want to pay $1,500 anymore. In the 1990s, you could get $1,500 to ghostwrite an article on behalf of a company. These days, if you're going to write an article for a company's blog, um, you'd be hard-pressed to get half that much, even a quarter of that much these days. The the prices for uh, writing a blog article, not just a short blog post, but a longer, fuller uh, article for a blog, has gone way down. You know, two, three, four hundred dollars tops to write a, a blog article. So, you might be wondering, can you make this work? If the prices are so low, should you even be writing these blog articles at all for companies? Should you stay away from blogs entirely? Well, my answer to that question is maybe. Sorry, I don't have a definitive answer, but it's maybe. If you take a the right approach with writing a blog, you can make it profitable, but you got to take the right approach. Let me give you some reasons, uh, some factors that are working against you when it comes to writing blog articles for companies. First of all, Many companies see their blogs as kind of a necessary evil. They feel like they have to have one. Their web design company told them they have to have a blog. They got to update the blog regularly. Maybe they need the blog for SEO and for other purposes. So they got to publish this blog. They got to post regularly. But they don't want to spend a lot of money on the blog. They don't want to eat up their marketing budget just on the blog even though it's very active and there's a lot of work and content that goes into it. That's why so many of these ultra low paying content mills and freelance job sites that you find on the internet post a lot of blog writing opportunities, something sometimes for a ridiculously low fee. Like uh, I, I've, I've seen advertisements where you can make $10 a blog post to write a 500 word blog post. Ooh, can you imagine? Um, that's, that's probably less than you'd make working at McDonald's. But uh, companies don't want to spend a lot of money in their blogs uh, because, you know, they want to spend their money elsewhere, but they feel like they have to. They feel like it's a necessary evil. Uh, another factor that comes into play is that because of the volume of articles that are required for a blog, companies don't want to spend a lot of money on them uh, because they just can't afford it. Like I said, it would eat up their marketing budget. And a third factor is that that goes against you as a blog writer is that there's a lot of content companies that are specializing in producing blog posts and blog articles at a very low rate. For example, if, uh, you know, if, if your client is a fitness company, then you know there are a lot of content companies that specialize in fitness articles, and they have writers on staff or freelance and and they're churning out these fitness articles and they're selling them to at a low price to uh, fitness companies so they can post them on their blog. so you're up against that kind of thing happening as well. So with all these things against you in uh, in making good money uh, writing blogs for companies, you might be wondering, should you just avoid blogs altogether? <laughs> You know, should you just not write blogs? Well, not so fast because there is an upside to writing blogs despite the the uh, downward pressure on price. And there are three things that kind of work in your favor, writing blogs for your, your clients. Number one is blogs are regular work. You know, it's steady work. If you have a, a, a client that publishes a blog, they're probably publishing at least bi-weekly, if not weekly, sometimes a couple times a week. And if you can get some or all of that work, that's steady work for you. You uh, have this steady work with a client. Even though it may not be necessarily the best paying work, uh, it's steady work. And also, when you're writing a company's blog you automatically position yourself in that company as a a go-to writer. You become known very quickly because you're writing their blog week after week after week. So they get to know you. They get to know your writing style. You're the person writing these great blog articles for them. And therefore, that puts you in line to get more of the lucrative uh, marketing assignments that they may need writers for, like white papers and email campaigns, and sales pages, and website copy, and ads, and some of these other copywriting gigs that pay much more. Because you're writing the blog, you already have your foot in the door, you're already on the inside, and you're well positioned to get these other types of more lucrative projects. And the third thing that you might want to consider that can help you as a blog writer is that once you get into the swing of writing a blog, you can write blog posts much faster. Um, you get to know the client's products and services and issue and target market, and, and the topics you need to cover so well that you can start churning out these articles very, very quickly, or at least much more quickly. And that makes it more profitable because you're spending less time. So there's there's some factors that are in your favor as well. Uh, but there's also some issues particularly pricing issues that work against you. So how do you make blog writing profitable? You're a B2B copywriter. You want to write for B2B companies. Maybe you have a client that you'd love to write their blog and and you're wondering how you can get in there in in the right way and make that profitable for you. Let me give you uh, five tips that can help you make blog writing for B2B companies more profitable tip number one avoid writing company blogs where the content is easy to find and cheap to get okay that doesn't happen very much in in the b2b world in the b2c world business to consumer uh, a lot of that's going on for example if you're writing for a b2c client uh that is a f- uh, a fitness company, well, fitness articles are very easy to find. There's a lot of fitness articles out there. That content is very easy to find. It's going to be very difficult to uh, to get five hundred dollars to write an article on how, how to do a proper chin up, you know, and because those articles and that content is very easy to find. There's probably a lot of content marketing companies and content mills that are churning this stuff out. So uh, avoid. Those types of companies where the content is easy to find and cheap to get it doesn't happen very much in B2B, but it does happen. For example, let's say one of your clients is a small business client. Okay, small, and they want to do a small business marketing blog. So they're a small business marketing company. They want to do a small business marketing blog. Well, small business marketing tips and articles are all over the internet. A lot of content marketing firms are churning this stuff out. It, it's it's very easy to get. And very, very cheap. So, you know, you're going to have some problems. uh, Charge at a decent rate to write a small business marketing blog for your small business marketing client. (laughs) Okay. So uh, avoid those companies where you're in that situation. Which leads us to tip number two in making blog writing profitable. Focus on those companies and their blogs where they have complex products and services where the blog articles require a specialized knowledge to write, and that way the, con- the, the competition for content is uh, much more narrow. There's not a lot of that content out there. Content marketing companies really don't touch it, <laughs> you know, and, it, and these types of companies need custom blog content from a writer who knows the subject matter very well. Let's say, for example, you, uh, one of your clients is an environmental consulting company. Well, envir- you know, good articles on environmental issues and environmental consulting on the B two B side—that's—they're not plentiful. There's no content mills and freelance job sites I know of that is supplying this type of content at a low rate. It requires a customized approach. It requires specialized knowledge to write that stuff. So you could probably write a blog for your environmental consulting client and get a decent rate for it, simply because that kind of content is hard to find elsewhere. It's hard to get cheaper elsewhere. Okay, so you're well positioned there. Same for sales training. Um, you could be writing for uh, industrial equipment, uh, marine valves, for example, you know, you uh, you have to have a knowledge of marine valves in the industry to write that, write good blog content for your marine valve client, okay, which is good news for you because not a lot of writers and content mills can touch it and it requires a specialized knowledge, and you can probably charge a decent price for it. So, focus on companies that have complex products, complex services, where getting good content for their blog is much more difficult for them because it, re- it requires a specialized knowledge to write it. Those are the types of companies that will probably pay much more for uh, good blog articles. Tip number three, do Don't when you're quoting a blog writing project, don't quote per post. Don't say that you charge $200 per blog article or $400 per blog article or anything like that. You don't want to position yourself as a low-fee copywriter because here's what can happen. If you charge let's say, $300 for a 800-word blog post, then it's going to be more difficult for you to get $5,000 from that same client for a seven-page white paper. They're going to say, hey, wait a minute. You only charge $300 for an 800-word blog post. I mean, what's going on here? Okay. So uh, they may not understand that writing a white paper is much more complex and much higher value. So you don't want to charge per blog post. Instead... Bundle the services together. Charge for a month of blog writing where you might do, you might offer to do three original long blog post articles and then maybe eight shorter posts, and maybe one post based on an interview. And you kind of bundle it together as one month of, of blog content strategizing and writing services and charging that single fee. That way they're not reducing what you do to a fee per blog post, or or worse, a fee for word or something like that. They're, they're seeing much more of the value. You're managing their blog content for a month. So find some way to bundle your services that way. It'll work much better when you're pricing your services. And frankly, most clients prefer that approach anyway. Tip number four, emphasize with your client that you can recycle this content. If you write a uh, a really good article for their blog, they can use that in their newsletter. They can use that on their website. They can use that as a handout at trade shows. They can convert that into a uh, a press release. They can use a series of articles and put it together as an ebook that they can use for lead generation. So Emphasize with your client all the ways they can recycle and repurpose the blog content that you write for them so they truly see the value. Uh, There's a friend of mine, Casey Hibbert, who specializes in case studies, and she uh, gives her clients a uh, kind of a checklist of all the different ways that they can recycle the case study and use it in many, many different ways so it helps the client understand the value. Now, I have to admit, I've done this with clients for years, and I still get frustrated that clients end up not recycling and repurposing the content as much as I think they should be. But still, when I present these ideas to them, they can see the value, the real value of of an original article-length blog post that they can use in many different ways. So that's number four. And finally, number five, consider offering a fuller blog solution. You know, you can get away with just being a blog writer and that's fine. But if you can, there may be a way to offer a more complete blog solution. Maybe you can add in an SEO service with their blog or some blog management service where you're giving them analytics and things of this nature. Or you, maybe you can get involved with the design. You can hook up with the fr- uh, freelance designer and and create more of a full service where you're doing Blog posts, articles, and design and images and things of that nature. You can offer to do a newsletter version of the blog that gets sent out every every couple of weeks, and and clients can get much more value out of that. Or you can uh, or you can offer a service where every two months you pull from the blog content that you've already written and you create an ebook or a white paper that the company can use uh, in in their lead generation activities. So there's many different ways you can offer a much more fuller solution. So those are uh, five tips that can help make blog writing profitable for you. Uh, Don't focus on companies that only require generic cheap content. Number two, focus instead on companies that require content that, that needs a more specialized knowledge. And usually that means that they're selling more complex products and services. Number three, don't quote per blog post. Instead, bundle your services together with multiple blog posts or maybe a one month of service, things of that nature. Number four, emphasize with your clients to recycle and repurpose the content so they understand the full value of the original content that you're producing. And number five, consider offering a fuller blog service by adding maybe SEO, design, some of these other services so you're creating a more complete blog service. So that's making blog writing profitable. Um, I have a love-hate relationship with blogs. I, I love them because I love the, the content. But the pricing, downward pressure on pricing is an issue. However, uh, if you follow some of the tips I gave you today, they might help you uh, create a situation where you're writing a, a blog for a company Doing so profitably, and then you get off this you get the spin-off benefits of getting a lot of the other more profitable work from the same company. So I hope those those tips are helpful to you. So that's this week's podcast. And would you do me a favor? If you have any topic suggestions or ideas or questions about this podcast, please send me an email. You can reach me at Steve at steveslonwhite.com. And I'd be delighted to hear from you. And also, if you want to listen to past episodes of this podcast, you can do so on iTunes. Just do a search for B2B Writing Success. Or you can go directly to www.b2britingsuccess.com. You can find all the past episodes there. Plus a ton of other resources that can help you with your B2B writing or copywriting business. So until next week, have a great week with your copywriting business. We hope you enjoyed this edition of B2B Writing Success with Steve Sloanwhite. For more tips on building a thriving B2B writing business, visit wwwb 2 bwritingsuccesscom